0: Strong on the growth mindset side today, so I'm giving you the second interview for today, which is again for mindset, like I said, with Jonathan Butler. And Jonathan is actually going to teach exactly how you can channel the mindset and make yourself more successful in business by just learning it. Now, I know that we we'll just discussed that with Louis before, but those are amazing interviews that I need to share with you. It's about the mind power rather than just the physical power. So, like I said before, take your notes. Just start writing down because writing down helps you memorize better. And I'll see you when you succeed, which is soon, I'm sure. See you soon. Okay, Jonathan, I want to say one big welcome to the show, mate, and pretty much thank you for being a contribution to our 100 episode chase. And of course, I'm repeating again, we're pretty close to it. Anyways, let's get that, let's get the interview into further revisit. So, basically, first, please say one big hello to the audience because they're excited to meet you. And second, tell them the most interesting thing about you.
1: Uh-huh. So, uh, hi there everybody. So, uh, it's great to be here and thank you for having me, Nicola. So, the most in- most interesting thing about me. Um, that's an interesting thing. So, I I, um, uh, when I was a teenager, I was the fastest cyclist in England. Ooh.
0: <laughs> I mean, how did you actually get to that position Sorry <laughs> we're going off topic a bit but I'm curious about it that, that's so. okay
1: so I could say it was down a hill but um, uh, that would uh, um, that was probably true as well but uh, I, I won a national under18s sprint cycling champion championship so uh, yeah I, uh, I wanted to be a professional cyclist that was my that was my big thing and that was that was really when I first got interested in mindset how did you get that extra level of performance? How did you sort of eke out that extra one or two percent? That was where my, my whole interest in this topic really started. Well, let's go into
0: mindset then. And I want to actually, before I actually go into a bit further into it, uh, educate some of my listeners if they don't know already, but just to make sure, tell us exactly what the mindset is, the definition of mindset.
1: So mindset is about, Well, um, but, uh, but put it in this context, so... Uh, our mind is basically the control center of, of everything that we we do so um, you know it's like our central processing unit so it, it gives our body all of the instructions that we need to you know do our everyday tasks and to go beyond that as well so mindset is about know you can have different types of mindset um, but mindset really is about the uh, the thoughts the habits the beliefs and the actions that we Um, that we give ourselves and um, obviously if you have a positive mindset then uh, you know we are able to function well and we're able to take on board new challenges if we have a negative mindset then um, you know most things become a a challenge to us Um, and there's also people talk a lot as well these days about the growth mindset you know and the growth mindset is about saying that you know the mind is a muscle like any other muscle and actually you can train your mind to, um, to, um, you know, to, to learn more things and to take on more things and be able to deal with more with more things. So, so for me, mindset is really all about, you know, it, 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 in the context I talk about, it is all really about giving yourself the belief, the confidence and, and the resilience to deal with the things that life throws at you and, and what you need to do to succeed.
0: Just want to actually add an example for that because have okay, you heard of the placebo effect?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And that is yeah, yeah that is absolutely yeah. a, a, a real thing. So you know, you know, there's you know, it was observed quite a long time ago how um, how um, yeah, you know, people could get better just by believing they were getting they were getting better. Um, so you know, and I know there are quite a few therapists who help people with with. Um, who help people with things like fertility, cancer treatment, who've tried all sorts of traditional medicines, um, and the belief that they're going to get better actually makes them better. So, um, you know, it's 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 a very real, it's a very real thing, absolutely.
0: So uh, I want to actually go into the growth mindset, uh, you know, uh, you know, I know you're trained for, uh, you know, changing our beliefs, mm-hmm. but what is your like growth mindset? How do you actually train your your brain muscle?
1: So, 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 so my growth mindset—it's a combination, really, of, um, of of three things. So, it well, probably actually even four four things. So, it is about um, it is about the pictures you give yourself. So, it is about giving yourself the right pictures because um, we respond to pictures and, and images. It is about giving yourself the right words. Um, thirdly it is about um, giving yourself the um, making these things habit so you know you've got to consistently give yourself the right words and and pictures and then the final thing is actually um, you know really important thing is about the company you keep so um, you know most of us I think are the sum of the company we keep so one thing I say for people who are struggling is you know it's really important you get yourself out of Toxic environments with people who are negative or who who pull you down. You know, if you're with like-minded people, um, that actually pulls you up. So, you know, you're kind of the average of the of the three or four people you hang out with the most. But so for me, it's it's those things. But also the thing that I do as well that I on my sort of travels to mastering this, I, I discovered that um, um, hypnosis is an incredibly powerful tool. Um, and I say this because um, you know, basically we have we have two minds um, um, we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind Nicola and um, you know most of us function and increasingly so in the modern age in our conscious mind but actually our subconscious mind is what um, is what really controls 80 to 95 percent of what we do so if you want to actually really change your deep down beliefs about yourself and your deep down habits, um, hypnosis is an incredibly powerful way of, of getting there. And um, so I do, you know, I, I do a lot of self hypnosis, um, and uh, you know, I also do that for other people to get them to, because um, in in that state, basically, the words and the pictures and the repetition just goes in a lot deeper and a lot quicker than than it would it would normally. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I do. So. Bef- you know, I try and do that regularly, but also before big events, if I'm going out to present or playing, uh, I still play sport um, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to go out and play football or if I'm going to go out for a run, I will, I will give myself a little 15 minute hypnosis to, to really get my mind in that, in that right place. And it has a phenomenal, a phenomenal effect on, um, on how I perform, you know, it, uh, I uh, make sure I use my own, uh, take my own medicine.
0: So let's talk more about changing your be- your belief system at all, since uh, you're you know specialized in that topic. So how do you think we can change a belief, not just system? Firstly, how can we change a belief? Like when you have an addiction, let's say some mm. kind of a drug or anything, you, know, you gotta yeah. change your beliefs. So yeah. how do we do that? How do we get started into it?
1: Yeah. So um, so that, that, there's a there's a cycle of of this, and the first thing is 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 about recognition so um so it's kind of recognizing that you know this issue you have is something that's a result of your belief um and and recognizing where that comes from and so for most people actually that that belief is something that you will have picked up in your childhood sometimes it happens later in life for people maybe a you know a big traumatic event but generally in your childhood you'll pick up some beliefs about yourself that tell you that you know you're not Whether you're not capable, you're not good enough, or that something isn't available to you. So people who grow up in an underprivileged background will think they could never be rich or they could never be successful. You know, people who grew up without love around them will think they're not lovable. Um, And you know, you carry people carry those beliefs through the rest of their through the rest of their lives. So, so the first thing is really about recognizing that you know you have this issue. Um, and then the second thing is really about being willing to change. So you know because some people actually uh, may recognize but they, they're not they're not ready to change, even though they don't like their beliefs and and the impact it has upon them. Um, it's a pretty comfortable place for them to to be. So people have definitely got to be ready to to make that kind of change. but it's um the starting point is definitely about understanding that you know you, these beliefs are based on things that happen to you. And reckon and actually learning then learning to understand that you can actually change these things if you're willing to So basically, how do you think we can actually proceed
0: further should we, should we take like small steps every day or go and take massive action to you know change the beliefs
1: so, so you can do it uh, so bo- both ways, so um, you know there are the repetition is really really important and there are lots of there are lots of little things that people can can do so you know i would say so my advice would be for people is you know in, you know whatever you're doing my key my sort of key tips would be number one we sort of think really hard about the the words you give yourself so give yourself really positive words um and that might be for example um that that might be Instead of saying, um, I can't do this, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this, say, I've never, you know, I've never done this before, but I'm willing to try it, or, um, okay, I'm not very good at this, but but everything's about, about learning, so if I do this more, I will get good at it, so the words are really, really, really important, so, um, um, so classic ones for me would be so. For example, someone who maybe um, wants to let's say someone wants has an addiction, maybe it's an alcohol addiction. So you have to give. Most people will go. I, I want to stop drinking. I'd really like to stop drinking. I, I should stop drinking. I know it's no good for me. If you change those words to, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink anymore. I choose not to drink. Um, or even if you just want to drink, you know, socially rather than as a habit, you'd say, you know. I only I only drink when I'm with my friends and your mind then begins to pick up these these words as instructions. It is a it is an instruction set. So, so those kind of things, giving yourself those words and repeating those can be really, really powerful. Um, so that, that, that's one thing that, um, you know, that that everybody can do every every day, giving yourself positive words. You're just thinking very carefully. If you're giving yourself a negative word to replace it with something more positive and more empowering and doing things like writing these things down as well, you know. So, um, Generally. yeah, yeah. So, for example, we know when, when people um, if we do something wrong or we fail at something, instead of beating ourselves up about it and say, oh, I'm no good at that. It didn't go very well. You replace that with a OK, that was the first time I've done it. What have I learned from it? Um, you know, we learn from failure. Um, you know, so you don't so you stop seeing it as failure, you just start seeing it as learning and next time you're going to do better and you're going to do better because it's getting back to that child of knowing that, you know, when we're a child, we try and walk and we fall over and we fall over till we until we succeed. But as an adult, if we fall over in doing something, we avoid doing it again. So it's it's really rediscovering that it's it's, you know, it's giving yourself positive words instead of thinking you're a you're a failure.
0: so that's the first habit we need to have but we're mm-hmm. talking about a lot of habits for mindset so which are the best habits we can implement in our daily life in order to grow our mindset And i, I don't mean like growth mindset i mean just grow our brain or learn something new because we're a lifelong learners
1: yeah absolutely so um so again yeah this is a really interesting thing so there was some research quite recently which suggested that um you know um that Our two peaks of creativity in life are actually in our 20s and our 50s. So you know you can learn at any age. So um, you know so people later in their careers quite often think they're kind of set and stuck, but actually you can take on a lot there. But I I would say the key things really about that 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 level of learning are about. um, Are about it's about setting aside time to do it. So make time set time in your diary to learn um, you know make that a regular slot because we make it a regular slot in our diary we make we make space for it and do it in a way that's convenient for you so um, I, I personally find things like podcasts obviously are great um, things like um, listening to audios when you're in the car so when you're doing those mundane things you know you're in the car you're on the your way to work, you're doing the ironing you're doing the washing you can be learning while you're doing that so you can be doing the thing the boring things you need to do while you're actually expanding your your mind and and, and you know and the more you learn the more capable you become of of learning these things so i think that making the time um, you know making it a regular slot is is really is really very very critical uh, and uh, the second part i'd add to that is really about learn things that you are learn more about things you're interested in because if you're interested in it you will learn more easily so you know it all comes back to um it all comes back to some of us think we should learn there's something we might we we really should learn more about but if it doesn't interest us it won't it really won't go in so it's about find a subject you're interested in find your the best medium for learning it um find the inspirational people out there and then you'll start to find you become part of that wider community as well so if you start listening to different people you you you, you're finding your tribe um, and it will effectively snowball on from, from there. So you know, I, I would say that since I came out of the corporate world a year ago, I've probably learned more in the last year than I've learned in the last 20 years. Um, just by using that time wide, wisely, mixing with the right people, and really opening my mind up to everything there is out there to, to relearn.
0: Well, how do you think we can focus on our learning? Like uh, how do we uh, get that focus to you know actually learn what we want? You know, expand our mind, but we also got to learn what we want, you know. But mm-hmm. it's not always infinite curiosity. Sometimes you just get bored. But how do you focus to it? How do you actually get uh, get uh, get rid of all the distractions?
1: So, um, in terms of getting getting rid of the distractions, I think it's really about. Um, you really got to decide what's in, you know what's what's important to you. So, I'm a big believer. Getting back to some some real basics here about. I think a lot of us we get easily distracted. So I think when when we're learning, you, you, everyone has a different medium that works for them. But I'm I'm a big believer, in you so you carve out that time because it becomes a habit. You create that you create that me time, and you've got to try and turn off those distractions. So. Um, even if it's only half an hour a day put yourself on airplane mode turn off your notifications don't let your phone ring just make that your make that your time where you're going to where you're going to get it because um you know all of us are in this sort of permanently switched on mode now and we just we do just need that little bit of investment in yourself so um you know i i actually find that um quite simple things like going for a walk um you know, if, you, if you're in a busy job, going for a walk for half an hour around the block, um, listening to something or thinking th- something through or going for a run with your headphones on or going for a bike ride, um, it's really very precious time and um, it's, a gr- it's a great return on investment. So, talking about exercise, basically, not physical.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, how can we actually start if we have a busy day? How do we exercise if we are busy people?
1: yeah so, so everybody's busy is, is, is a is a busy person absolutely and i i um i took my own experience but i always used to you know i used to work 10 12 hour days at the office plus 2 hours commute each each end of it and um, you i'd leave too early in the morning to do exercise and get home too late at night and feel you had to do all those thing things at home so um, it took me quite a long time to to, to work that out um, I think the first thing is about actually seeing that exercise isn't a distraction from your day. It's actually an investment in your productivity. So uh, for me, for example, my my job involves a lot of thinking, a lot of planning and a a lot of doing. And I I actually use my exercise as my thinking time. So um, if I'm going out for a run, I have my absolute most clarity during that time. So if I go out for 40 minutes... Uh, I've got no distractions and if I've got a problem I need to deal with, I'll run on autopilot and I will just work work through a problem because uh, I just get, you know, I'm getting oxygenated, I'm getting um, um, no distractions and I'm getting all those good, good chemicals flowing through my body and yeah, I can just nail something. If I'm going to do a presentation or a speech, I've got all these ideas spinning around in my head and in 40 minutes of a run... Um, I can just get that absolutely clear. So, so I, I've sort of moved from that point of feeling guilty that I should be on my email or on my phone to recognising that that's actually massively productive time where I get my thinking done. But also, it means that, um, as opposed to what I'd be doing before, Nicola. So you, later on in the day, you get to six, seven o'clock, and I'm still working. But actually, you feel yourself tailing off with your productivity and you're, you're sort of running on caffeine. But you're not you're not churning out the same amount. I can go for longer because I've had that exercise. I'm physically and mentally sharper. So um, it, it is. You know, stop stop seeing it as a as something to feel guilty about. Stop seeing it as something that's a sacrifice and see it as a as a return on investment. That's that's going to give you back far more than you you get in than than you put in.
0: Well, what about meditating? Then you know. That mind and soul exercise, which I love, and spiritual exercise more. So, yeah. what about it? Do you actually practice it? If Yes. I,
1: I, I do practice a bit of meditation. I, do, I like to do a bit of yoga. Um, um, I think yoga is is fantastic. And again, it's one of those things. It's um, I, I I have been I've been doing it on a Monday morning. It was a really good way to start the week. Just clear your mind, get yourself focused, um, and meditation. Yeah, meditation is absolutely is really, really very good. It's, it takes quite a lot of practice to get to that point, um, so for me personally, I, I enjoy the meditation. I actually prefer to do the, to, the, to do the self-hypnosis because I find it easier, um, easier to do and gives me, gives me a better impact. So I I will, I do do meditation, but I, I, I tend to do a 20 minute self-hypnosis first thing in the morning. About what I want to achieve that day, how I want to feel that day. So, I, I have some sort of I make myself my own little recordings that I listen to, um, uh, which really just gets me totally in the right place for the for for the day. So that that twenty minutes is my is my mindset boost for for the day. Well, Jonathan,
0: well, I mean. There's a lot of things we we'll talk about today, so I have a few more questions where we're going to wrap it up, all right? Okay. Was amazing.
1: That's okay. great, Nicola. Thank you.
0: All right. So first of all, in order to get more insights of your work, mm-hmm. what are the best social medias my listeners can get actually in touch with you?
1: So for me, um, the two platforms I'm, I mainly work across are LinkedIn uh, and on Facebook, so i'm quite active on on both of those and so my linkedin platform is very much about uh, reaching out to people in the in the corporate world um because you know, mindset for anybody at the, who wants to be at the top of their game they need they need to learn to tap into um to tap into their subconscious mind and build those beliefs um and that resilience because that's a you know it's that is what is needed to Get there and, and stay there and perform at your peak. Um, I also do quite a lot for my sort of my more consumer business on on Facebook, um, and uh, I um, I try and share a lot of material, my own material and stuff that I curate on there as well. And of course, my own website, which is www.myfitmind.co.uk. So they're they're the main platforms I open. Well, well. Yeah, well Jonathan I mean I hope we can stay
0: in touch first mate because before I actually wrap it up I hope we can stay in touch because one day I want you on the show again and we'll. And I want you and me to laugh at the first interview we ever did sounds good? Yeah.
1: That'll be great Nick I'd love to and uh, I love what you're doing it's fantastic keep keep up the great work
0: thank you mate ok so I will see you soon but I wish you a tremendous day an amazing night or day and me and my listeners say one big see you soon
1: okay bye bye nicola great to talk to you and uh...